Welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts and thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. Everything you do to make this podcast successful and keep me keeping me motivated to come back another day. Today, as we move closer to kicking off the observance of black and or African American history on an official scale for everybody to celebrate, for everybody to observe. As we begin to move from Martin Luther King Jr.'s observance to the observance and celebration of black and African-American history in February, I would like to bring your attention to field trips. How many of you remember going on field trips in school, whether it was elementary school, whether it was junior high school and now middle school, high school, how many of you remember going on field trips and what kind of field trips did you go on? What things did you come back with? What things did you learn when you were going on those field trips? Now, I can remember growing up in Columbus, Georgia. And growing up in Columbus, Georgia, in elementary school and junior high school, we would go to places like Tom's Toasted Peanuts to the plant where the candy and all of those things. I never got a chance to go on that particular field trip, but my siblings did. Most of the people I know, they got a chance to go on that field trip to Tom Toasted Peanuts. But you would go to other places and other things. But it's really funny. And it's sad at the same time. When I look back on those field trips, you can recall coming home with a little package. Whether it was cookies, candies, peanuts. Whether it was something but knowledge knowledge was lacking knowledge was lacking from those field trips and the reason why I said knowledge knowledge was lacking is because now that I'm a grown man (laughs) you know when you were a child you speak as a child and you played as a child and when you becoming a grown man or a grown woman you put away childish things You should speak differently. Well, here it is. As I, in my mid-30s, and I bring this up quite often, and I will bring it up more in the future, but I was in my mid-30s when my sister revealed to me the assumed name of my grandfather. Realizing that he had a different name, a different last name than I possess, it caused me on that day to go to the public library while I was visiting home. And I went to the Columbus Library and I inquired about what kind of information do you have available in your library to help me learn more about my ancestors and I explained the situation to this gentleman and he said you know you need to go to the genealogy department for the first time in my life I heard about a genealogy department in the Columbus Public Library now normally when we would go on a field trip to the library 
you were going there to learn how to read the indexes, how to match the indexes to a book as we prepared to start a book report. But we never went to the library to learn about the genealogy department. So here I am in my mid-30s learning that this is the name of your grandfather that caused me to go to the public library and I go to the public library and here's a gentleman who says to me you need to go to the genealogy department and I followed him there he showed me microfilms and this microfilm reader he explained to me how to develop a sound number that would reflect to looking up anything that's close to the last name Goodman, anything that's close to anyone's last name is based on a sound debts. And that sound debts is developed because names change, the way they spell the names, they changed. So they gave you a sound debts number so that you're able to go to this role of microfilm that will cover all of the differences and the variations of the spelling of that particular name. Now on that day, I learned the sound debts for the name Goodman. And I was going through the 1900 census. And as I was strolling through this microfilm for the or scrolling through this microfilm for the 1900 census, I came across this 1900 census report with a gentleman named John Goodman, showing that he was born in 1833 in South Carolina. His wife, Miranda, was living with him and several of his children, Sally, Julia, Katie, and then there were grandchildren, Sally May, who turned out to be Elpha May Fitzpatrick, her married name. And there were others. So here I am. I didn't know who they were. I decided to make a copy. I asked the gentleman, can I make a copy of that census report? He printed out a copy for me that I still have today. And I went to one of my elder cousins who knew the family real well. And I asked her, and I asked her that same evening, Cousin Vernell, can you tell me, do you know anything about the people on this report? And it was dark outside. We were sitting on the porch, on her porch. And she said, Frank, read those names out to me again. And I said, John Goodman. Miranda and the daughters, Julia, Katie, uh, Sally Mae, on down the line. And one of the daughters' name was Sally. Now, Cousin Vernell went back and started repeating those names. But she said, 
Aunt Sally, Aunt Julia, Aunt Katie. She said, Frank, Sally is your mother, your grandmother. John Goodman is your great grandfather. Miranda is your great grandmother. In my late 30s, people, in my late 30s, I am learning for the first time the name of my paternal grandmother. I am seeing her name on a document dated in the 1900s. In 1900, I am seeing the name of my great-grandparents on my paternal side for the first time on a 1900 census. Now, I re I'm retelling this story because this is what I want all of us to consider. Those of us who have not considered this before, this is what I want you to consider. I don't know the difference between the South and what my cousins were learning in the North, in the West, or other regions. But I think it is sad that we were taken on these field trips growing up all the way through high school. And we have been allowed as blacks and African Americans to repeat something that is not true. It is unanimous that we were all repeating the same things. You see, we can't talk about anything about our people because all of the documents have been destroyed. There's nothing for us. And can you imagine looking back and realizing the lie you were telling unintentionally and the lie you were allowed to share from one generation to the next? Now, other people knew about genealogy because genealogy was part of their culture. It was part of their family. But we were allowed to continue to say the same thing, dismissing family, dismissing history, dismissing knowing anything about who you are and how your family fits into the timelines of history. We were taken to the library, but we were never introduced to the genealogy department. And now I know that everything hasn't been destroyed. Things are available. We get a chance to see the names of our ancestors. You get a chance to research those names. And because of Ancestry.com and Family Search, you don't have to deal with microfilms and microfilms only. You have an electronic way of researching your history to know who in your family lived during certain parts of our history and our struggle. You don't have to be ignorant about it. You don't have to have that lack of knowledge about it. But I think it's sad that we grew up reciting those things, repeating those words, and the teachers 
the superintendent, the principals, no one thought it was necessary to say, let's take these children to the public library and introduce them to genealogy. Let's have them to go home and ask their parents, what are the names of your mother, your father, your grandparents? And we're going to find out where your limitations are in knowing your history. Then when we go to the library, we're going to ask the librarian or the genealogist to direct you and help you learn the names of that missing person, that missing link. That would have been an impactful field trip. That would have been a field trip that you would not, maybe you would not have understood as a child. But imagine growing up later and realizing they took us there. They provided us with this education. I knew about genealogy in elementary school. I knew about genealogy in junior high school, now middle school. I knew about genea genealogy in high school. It didn't take me until my mid-30s to realize that there is a genealogy department in the public library that has the names of my ancestors right there. And here I am walking around stating something that's untrue. That all of the records pertaining to my family, to our history, has been destroyed. So we go into every Black History Month repeating the same thing. We talk about other heroes. We talk about other families. But our families, each individual, is a part of this Black history, African American history, culture, history. We all have an individual story to tell. Those stories are in your public library. That should be on every school's agenda, on every school's schedule, for every child, regardless of race, your history has been recorded. Now, some might be able to go back further than you can go, but that doesn't mean that you do not have it available. We have to do better. Don't depend on the school to do the things that you can do. When I learned these things in my late 30s, I made it I made it a promise that I would not do the same things to my children. As I developed my family tree, I printed out my ancestral tree, my children's ancestral tree, and I put it on their walls in their bedrooms as they were growing up. And I would test them on their ancestry. At any time, I would walk in, what's your father's name? What's your mother's name? 
What's your father's grandparents' name? What's your mother's grandparents' name? I tested them on that throughout their childhood. And I would not allow them to wear anything if they couldn't explain it. Don't wear a medallion if you can't tell me what that medallion means. And I would challenge them. And it's funny that my children would sometimes say, oh, there go dad go. He goes with that black stuff. There he goes with that African-American stuff. But it's not for them to understand when they're young. It was for me to understand that they needed that information. It's up to us to take your child and your grandchildren to that field trip, to the library, to the genealogy department and let them know that history for their family members, for their ancestors, it is available. So I don't know what kind of field trips you went on. Hit me back. Send me feedback. Let me know where you've been. What did you learn? If you're from a different region, let us know about it. You know that I love you. Until next time, be good.